Welcome to CoreCentric Conversations, the podcast dedicated to sharing stories of procurement and finance transformation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of CoreCentric Conversations on the importance of procurement maturity and agility. I'm Kelly Barner, and I'll be your host for this podcast. Today, I'm joined by Jennifer Ulrich, a Senior Director at CoreCentric. Recognized industry-wide as an authority on procurement, finance, digital transformation, and category management, Jennifer Ulrich boasts over a decade of consulting experience. She has successfully led large-scale initiatives for both direct and indirect spend categories in industries including biotech, medical devices, pharmaceuticals, and consumer packaged goods. CoreCentric's clients trust her to provide the cross-functional procurement knowledge and innovative strategies necessary to develop transformation roadmaps and realize long-term results. Her efforts have also included developing customized training programs for strategic sourcing, contracting and negotiations, spend analytics, procurement process redesign, and supplier relationship optimization. Welcome, Jennifer. Hi, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me today. You are very welcome. And so as I as I said in the intro, um, you have a very broad procurement background, which makes you the perfect person to have a conversation now about how maturity and agility are coming together in 2021 for our field. Um, so as we look back, it's hard not to, we're all trying to look forward, but as we look back, how do you think procurement should respond to what we learned from the disruptions of 2020 without unintentionally trying to transfer, okay, that's how we used to do it. Now we're going to completely and rigidly optimize on this new set of challenges versus becoming more generally agile so that we can anticipate or handle unknowns that come to us in the future? Yeah, I think that's a really good question and, and an interesting observation. You know, I think as most individuals in my position are probably doing or, or have been doing for the last several months, I've been spending time kind of looking at what the industry experts are saying, some of the, the top firms like Arden and Hackett and and what you know, they've been reporting in terms of the the looking back and looking forward kind of concepts. And if if we do take that step back and look I guess about a year ago, um, where most procurement organizations were very much uh, finally getting into the rhythm of focusing on their digital transformations and process improvements. And again, um, to your point, looking at how they could become more agile and then being thrust into uh, just a crazy situation with the pandemic. And now we look at, you know, these new reports for 2021 and, and it's all about cash flow and savings and, and looking at things from a slightly different perspective. It's, it's important to note that we, they haven't forgotten about those other priorities and it's important not to, right? They've just dropped a little bit lower down into, uh, from a list of priorities, right? So I think the most important takeaway here is that they need to plan ahead. And, you know, when we think about a lot of things historically, you know, this obviously isn't the first pandemic or the first major natural disaster that's thrown procurement, you know, off its rails. So it's important not to do that exactly, right? Not get thrown off um, and not shift back and forth just because there's a sudden sense of urgency to make a change. So if you look back, you know, at a lot of the, the major supply chain disruptions and, and how companies reacted, 
they suddenly may have shifted into a dual sourcing strategy and diversification, you know, all with good intentions. But over time, they've made these decisions based on what was happening right in front of right in front of them versus really considering the future. And if we think about more of a mature organization, they are coming out of this pandemic um, either the same or ahead because they have the right foundation in place. So instead of shifting their efforts to these very major cost savings initiatives and and you know claiming high returns, you know, right now, you start to see a lot of those peaks and value valleys, sorry. Um, and you find that the, those savings are more of a reactive mitigation of inconsistency in your supply chain strategy. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's definitely a difficult place to be, right? Because there's so much going on and we're attempting to respond to what our companies need from us in this moment, um, but also to a certain extent, continue on the procurement journey that that we had charted for ourselves. And I think with those competing objectives, it's actually much like the challenging topic we're faced with today. And if you think about it, procurement maturity, enormous topic, right? But also procurement agility is an enormous topic. And I'm wondering what kind of interplay you see between the two concepts. So as an organization becomes more mature, do you see that that naturally leads towards them becoming more agile Or in some cases, does becoming more mature actually lead to you becoming sort of set in your ways and reducing the amount of agility you're able to bring to the business? Sure. And I I think I don't actually believe that there's a direct correlation between maturity and agility, to be honest, because some of the most, quote, mature procurement organizations that I've seen are incredibly rigid and mired with bureaucracy, right? So it doesn't necessarily mean that just because you're mature, you're naturally going to be agile, right? So um, as I mentioned before, I think a, a mature procurement function has gotten to that state as a result of its ability to know when to be agile and know when not to be. So having that strong foundation uh, with a solid set of processes that can be adapted to the particular situation is what helps a mature procurement team get through something like a pandemic with little disruption, but also having a team in place that has the ability to move in and out of those processes without a lot of micromanagement, without a lot of oversight to be able to react to that situation appropriately, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, no, I think it does. And yet it it sort of creates an additional challenge. So I love this idea that the foundation has to be strong so that you can layer agile people and approaches on top of that. I think that's that's fantastic. That sort of gives you the rigor and the right amount of consistency, but it also allows discretion on a a case-by-case basis. It clearly, you know, even in our conversation, we're sort of assuming that agility is a good thing, that it's something that we want more of. Where would you say on the scale can agility itself become a problem, right? You know, you talked about as organizations become more mature, they have a way to become maybe more bureaucratic or maybe less flexible. As we become more and more agile, do we get to the point where we're actually being in too inconsistent or doing too much of what the business tells us to do versus saying, nope, we hear what you're saying. We're going to help you respond to this moment, 
But here are some fundamental things that absolutely have to be a part of what procurement delivers and how we approach these challenges. Is there such a thing as too agile? I would I would say that there can be. Uh, and I think, again, it goes back to the organization that may not know how to react to that particular situation. And to your point, when uh, when they get flustered easily and they do react to what's happening right in front of them here and now, they're not thinking about those future future steps. And, and as you mentioned before, a lot of what we've seen because of all those disruptions and and what happened even even before the pandemic, right? The the tariffs were already creating a, a bit of stir within procurement and how to really think through supply chain strategy and and how do we how do we make sure that we're getting what we need on time and to the quality that we need? And the pandemic just kind of pushed people over the edge, right? Um, to, to make the decisions within their strategy to start moving ahead. But I think it's, again, it's all about that future proofing and making sure that you're thinking through what's going to happen after, not just about what's going to happen here and now, because the decisions you make today are going to have a profound effect long-term. If you're, you know, we think about it in the past too, right? Putting in place, poor contracts that could hurt you two, three, four, five years down the line. They're not thinking through those things if they're moving too quickly in and out of these. On the other side, not putting in place any contracts and then, you know, paying astronomical costs just to get what they need here and now. And I know it's really hard to think about those things when you're in the moment and and you have to get something, but it's about balancing it, right? And, And to your point, it's it takes procurement to be very a strong force, and I think it does take being a very mature organization to be able to have that foothold within the stakeholder community. The stakeholders understand that when procurement says this is the right thing to do, they trust them. It's that trusted advisor. I know they know what they're doing. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with what they say, and work together to really collaborate. But I have to say, yeah, that, I think that's what we, we see happening a lot today is um, people being hesitant to change the way they do things, but still being able to maintain that consistency in the supply chain. And at the end of the day, I mean, if we're, when I say we, you know, if, if procurement is positioning ourselves for forward-looking success, keeping that big picture in mind, at the end of the day, yes, our processes are important or our priorities or our frameworks but what it really comes down to on the most fundamental level is data, right? Procurement is trusted to gather and collect and analyze all of this data. And that data is supposed to be the guiding light that advises our choices and helps establish our priorities. Um, when we think in this context of maturity and agility, what role do you see both the quality of data and generally visibility into that data throughout the organization. How do all of those pieces come together if they're able to be established on top of quality, trusted data? I think that good data quality and visibility is absolutely critical in enabling procurement to be more agile. Without having good information in front of you, it's very difficult to be able to provide that value to your stakeholders or even your suppliers. And I I found this interesting quote recently from Jeffrey Moore, without big data, you are blind and deaf in the middle of a freeway. And I think it couldn't. (laughs) And no one wants to be there. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So it's it's really just akin to feeling lost and you don't know what you're doing without being able to understand what you're dealing with. And and that's, I think, another thing that's really thrust 
uh, a lot of organizations in 2021 to shift their focus to data, to back to the digital transformation. And we have to know what's going on no matter where we are. Uh, you know, if we're not in the office and we can't have access to our paper files, what do we do? And a lot of organizations, you know, were crushed by that that inability to get to, you know, their old, their filing cabinet sources, um, the ones that were so far behind. So I think it's just really opened our eyes to the reality that how critical data can be, um, but how complex it can be as well. And so I think I'm going to be thinking about being in the middle of a, of a busy life <laughs> without any of my senses to inform me that that is a great way of putting it. And it actually brings to mind as much as my instinct when I hear that quote from Jeffrey Moore is to think of myself as being the person in the middle of the highway, right? Procurement is looking to guide our own activities and priorities based on this data. But at the same time, our internal customers, our executive team, our stakeholders, budget owners, even in some cases, suppliers, they are the ones in the middle of the highway. And they may, in fact, be looking to procurement to help them give those senses back in the form of quality data um, to help them navigate. So I think that's an absolutely fantastic way to put it. And, and hopefully none of us actually finds ourselves there. <laughs> absolutely. Excellent. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for joining me today and sort of marking this moment as we start to make the, the transition from responding to certainly what happened next year to really starting to pivot and prepare for next year. Thank you for your thoughts on that. Yeah, absolutely, Kelly. It's always a pleasure. Thank you so much. And thank you as well to everyone who listened today. Tune into our next CoreCentric conversation for more insight into the topics of most importance to spend management professionals. Until next time. Thanks for joining this CoreCentric Conversation, the podcast dedicated to sharing stories of procurement and finance transformation. We hope you found our discussion useful. With each episode, it's our goal to give you insight on how to lead change your organization. Get started by visiting us at corecentric.com. That's C-O-R-C-E-N-T-R-I-C.com.